everyone, and welcome to the 131st episode of Kingdom Hearts Union. I'm your host, Brandon, and I'm here with Churro! Hi, guys. And Sabrina! Hello, everyone. I'm not alone! No! Not alone! We're here Yay, for fine, once. Fine, Finally! <laughs> I know, right. it's been a while. So, uh, we're, 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 we're joined today by Churro and Sabrina for the final part of our three-part Kingdom Hearts key whatever series seriously we... has it been that long yes that long? yeah so, so this is this is this is a three-part <laughs> series of kingdom hearts key stuff uh the first one uh was like uh, two episodes ago we did a full summary of kingdom hearts key season one in the second episode we did a full uh summary slash slight analysis of back cover and then now, for this episode, we're going to do a nice big old discussion about Kingdom Hearts Key as a whole, what we think about it, what we think about the various topics of Kingdom Hearts Key, and uh, yeah, we're going to get into all that today. So it's basically an analysis and discussion episode about Kingdom Hearts Key up until the conclusion of Season 1, and we will discuss everything we think about it, good things and bad things. So... For you new folks, Kingdom Hearts Union is part of the podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union and is presented by the Gaming Union Network. We release every Tuesday, rotating each week with Final Fantasy Union, and we come out on the iTunes store, KingdomHeartsUnion.com, and Kingdom Hearts Ultimania's Twitter, which is at KHUltimania. We have a two-segment show today, our first segment being our Kingdom Hearts uh, Key Analysis, and our second segment being our Question Segment. In the way of announcements, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash ffkhunion. Just pledge a dollar and get access to a special podcast called Please Be Excited. Our Patreon executive producers are as follows. We have Blue Machine, who is at Blue Machine. Joe Tremonti, who is at JC Tremonti. Louis James. Barry Norton, who is at Nortron Zero. Chris Morales. Eric Decker, who is at Choco Taco. Jonathan Gonzalez, who is at Oh It's Just Johnny. Josh McNabb, who is at J2K9. And Marcus Karnecki. And sure, if you can take these next few. All right, I got Michael Graham. Thorin Bullen at Massacre23. Zach Toronto at ZToronto58. Billy Jackson at underscore Billy Jackson. Darren Matthews at Doomster50 or Doomster73, I'm sorry. John McRae. Joseph Robertson. At Pokemon Trainer J, Keith Field, at the Mighty Keith, Mario Herker, and good old Mike. Uh, and Mike Shirley Donnelly at Curious Quail, Miles Ribbans, uh, Mohammed Quayam, Nico Gonzalez at Nick underscore Knack ninety five, Rachel Casterton at Erba Yun Ray, uh, Richard Holman at Vex Lennon, Tyson Wildman at Ty Wildman one. Uh, Vita Nitas at V underscore Tron 5000, Zach Porter at Porter Paradox, and Zelda Clone at Apes Type Novels. Alrighty, and as always, if you want your questions answered on the show, please send them to khuquestions at gmail.com. We can always uh, use more, so please send more, send more. Send some about Kingdom Hearts Key if you'd like, uh, because we are now moving on into our Kingdom Hearts Key analysis segment. Uh-oh. Which I, I, I want to preface with an announcement. Yay! Yay! Okay. Yay! The announcement is 
as of this episode. Kingdom Hearts Key Season 1 spoilers are fair game. Whoa! Yay. Whoa, yeah, that's way too much. Fair game. They're fair game. <laughs> as of this episode, they are fair game. So uh, for the past three episodes, uh, I said that they were fair game. I am now saying that uh, from here forth on Kingdom Hearts Union, Kingdom Hearts Key Season 1 spoilers are fair game. That means all of it. Even the stuff only in Japan. Even the stuff not in America yet. All of it. <laughs> all of it. All, all of it. it. And we'll explain all why later. All of the above. All the above. All right. So uh, to get this party rolling with some Kingdom Hearts key spoilers, I think we should get to a really juicy one, a really meaty one. Uh, probably one of the most important discussions being had about Kingdom Hearts Key at the moment. I'm going to throw this one at Churro. Churro! Oh, no. Yes. What is the deal with the Unchained State? The hell is that? And is Kingdom Hearts Key truly a representation of the past? Now, I just want to preface this. I know that mo- for most of these things, the questions that I'm asking, we don't have answers. So, opinions are fine. So basically, my first answer is going to be Nomura. Okay, that's just, the good, just, good, for, just, good first just, answer. Just Nomura. That's actually, you know, actually, like, like, we, like, like the just, ancient aliens meme. It's just Nomura. Can we just like uh, re- rewind that a little bit and just say, what is the answer to all of these questions? Nomura. Nomura. That's the yeah. answer to yeah. every question. Nomura. Oh, by the I'm way, okay happy birthday to Nomura. Happy, happy birthday. birthday to Nomura. How old is he now? 47, 47. I think. Yeah, Aww. I think it's 47. Still still young. Yes. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> Alright, All so, right. what's the deal with the Unchained State? We, I, we don't even know. Like, Nomura stated that it, it, the Unchained State means that it's breaking away from what Kingdom Hearts Key was. I don't know what that means. So... <laughs> My understanding was that whole deal was, hey, uh, we're ending Kingdom Hearts Key. So what you need to do is uh, finish this game. And then when you're done, the ending is going to basically mean your character flies away to Kingdom Hearts Unchained Key and then go play that. And literally, there's some lines at some point. I think Ava says it's like, yeah, in that world, things are going to seem pretty familiar you know, you're going to do a lot of the same things. As in, like, hey, when you stop playing this web browser game and you start playing that phone game, uh, you're going to have to replay through it. You're going to have to replay through all this crap again. So, <laughs> sorry. So basically, you're, you're becoming unchained from the PC to the mobile. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I, I think that's the good... That is literally probably the best explanation that is the most practical explanation what is the unchained state it's called you're playing on mobile now yes because you're not tethered to a pc now you can take it anywhere you want you know you're unchained from your seat now what i kind of want to think about a bit is so those are the practical explanations those are the uh real world for real important explanations what is the stupid uh, lore reason, the lo- stupid lore explanation for what this is? And that leads me into the second question is, is Kingdom Hearts Key truly a representation 
of the past. So, there is there are several hints and allusions within all of these properties associated with the storyline that this world is not what it seems. This world is connected. Might, oh, well, <laughs> stop. This world is connected by Wi-Fi to other worlds, maybe. So Weefy, the good old Wi-Fi. So here's here here's the thing. So all the way back in the good old days, to you know, let's let's rewind the clock back to 2002, Kingdom Hearts one. What a good time. Uh, Kyrie's grandma. Kyrie's grandma's like. Yo, what, back in my, well, not not my day, back in the day, these worlds, it was just one world. It was one big old world of worlds. And that's, that's, that does represent what the world is like in Kingdom Hearts Key, just as a refresher for all y'all. The world in Kingdom Hearts, here's the structure. It's really weird. It is one massive landmass. It is one massive landmass, and within it, there are many worlds. But they are all connected by land. You can walk from one world to another. How does this work? I don't know. Pangea. Yes. Something like that. <laughs> so, or the world is flat, flat earth theory. I don't know. No, no. Maybe. The world, the world is square. NX. The world is square. There you go. Square Earth Theory. So, uh, yes. So the world is one massive landmass. They're all like that. But gameplay-wise, you can't do open world on a stupid web browser. You can't do open world on stupid mobile. So how do you do, op- how do, you do open world on those platforms? You don't. So the whole deal was like, Oh, hey, I'm a femur. Uh, hey, guess what? I was like totally creeping on the the foretellers and the master masters, and get, guess what I found out? The worlds that we go to, they're actually just 3D projections of other worlds. This is our way to make it so you're traveling to other worlds, but it's actually just one big old world. So, they already set the stage for the existence of the Matrix within Kingdom Hearts, effectively. So we've got that whole setup. We've got the whole deal where like Ava's being all like real shady and she's like, oh yeah, Ephemer's like, he's like the best and he like totally, he's getting close to the truth and that's why he's <laughs> not, he, that's why he's not here anymore because he, he figured it out that actually, like, oh my this, God. Is, this is just the Matrix and he like, he like uh, disconnected. But instead of disconnecting, he just went to a different matrix. So, so maybe he's not that smart because he just trapped himself in a different computer. But he, he, he knows more than you do. Shut up. So, yeah. So there's that. And then also there's the whole secret ending situation where Maleficent's like, it seemed it worked quite well. Oh, yes, I'm in this secret world now, and nobody can get to me, not even Sora. Aren't you impressed that I said a character name from the modern timeline? Doesn't that disturb you? So there's that. And then also, a thing I didn't talk about in my summary, Mickey Mouse 
Donald Duck and Goofy just at some point randomly just show up. And nobody talked about it ever after that. So, there is a game that we have crapped on. A game that is now coming to laugh and crap on us. Because we laughed and crapped on it for years. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is oh this is Kingdom Hearts Recoded Revengeance. Kingdom Hearts Recoded is laughing, saying, Ha! You thought I was useless. But I'll show you. Now I'm the most important game. I'm the game all this bullcrap is based on. So yeah, in Kingdom Hearts Recoded, uh, you, you sort of like live in the world of a book and like i guess i I guess kind of like winnie the pooh too oh i guess winnie the pooh gets some laughs and gets to poo on us too because a lot of people thought winnie the pooh was useless but maybe it's kind of the same deal where it's like it's not useless whoever says that say it to my face exactly it's required for the secret ending that makes it valuable so yes so winnie the pooh recoded all of those seem to be the basis of this new this new situation that we are finding ourselves in. Um, so yeah, it seems like we're entering worlds. We are not on the same plane of existence. They may just be holograms. Churro, do you think that Kingdom Hearts Key, the game we play in the web browser... On our phones, when we are unchained from the web browser. On our phones, when we are crossing unions. Are we playing a simulation? Yes. Ah! Oh, God. I can't believe it. Say it ain't so. I will not go. Turn the lights off. go. Carry me home. na 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 so I, I mean, if it, I mean, with the way you know, season one ended, especially with Maleficent, and if yeah. you read, go back and look at the uh, the secret ending from yep. Recoded and the, yep. the HD remasters. Yep. I mean, I mean, pretty much the entire game Recoded, it's all about data simulation. So basically, yep. I mean, it's going there now, and with Kingdom Hearts: Dream Drop Distance becoming you know all about the realm of sleep too, as well. Yep. You know, it's. It seems like it's realm it's a of simulation sleepy. of the past, pretty much. Yep, definitely. So it seems like, yeah, I de- definitely would uh, agree with you there. It's kind of like seems... Assassin's Creed. Yes, it's a Bernard Assassin. Yeah, yes. okay, that makes more sense. I was Kingdom like, Hearts, I'm so confused on how Kingdom you're Hearts to win is now this Assassin's Creed. Like, but, can you imagine? Yeah. I mean, if if Assassin's Creed, you know, did a collaboration with Final Fantasy 15, then we should do one with Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, pretty much. So, which was really cool, by the way. I'm just saying, yeah, that was kind of fun. That was fun. So, the uh, the reason I asked the question is, so we were always told that you know Kingdom Hearts key, you know, it's going to be our way to like play, you know, it's it's set in the past. But what seems like to me is that it may not be actually set in the past, but what. But we're basically playing a simulation that exists maybe in a more present time. I don't know how present, but in a more present time, the simulation exists. And uh, 
you know, this, this, this simulation, this simulation is a representation of the past, but the computer or whatever, the book that it exists in exists in the present. So it's kind of like, well, I mean, of course, Creed, because after, of course, the, after what happened with Maleficent, you realize yeah. that, that it's gotta be like, in the she present. got her hands. Yeah. She got her hands on the book somehow, a book. Mm-hmm. somehow to get into that realm so and it's like it pretty much places it dead smack right after kingdom hearts 2 that's where that story takes place that being said not to spoilers too much about season two but there are some season two characters that kind of place it at a different timeline just saying, yeah, and, and then which we, which goes back to what i said earlier when we started this analysis yeah namora no more, exactly. Just so, Nomura. okay, wait, 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 wait. I'm confused now. I've, okay. I've always been confused. So, okay. when you say it's a simulation, okay, so like the Keyblade War did happen, which it is, did happen. So all these yeah. things happen. It's kind of like how with Assassin's Creed, all of those all historical happened. events happened in the past. But what what you are seeing on screen when you are playing is Desmond or whoever play, basically playing that one playing um, that situation in we, the present he's reliving it in the present basically that's like that's how like our technology you know our technologies evolve mm-hmm. basically playing it on our phones or making it seem like we're just experiencing what happened in the past but so that, we're not we're playing we're not. a simulation that exists in the present of that world but it is of the past it, which is basically why they're telling us the Keyblade Ward is bad and why we should prevent it in Kingdom Hearts 3. Yes. So there's, So it seems like whatever simulation we are seeing is taking place in a book or computer or whatever that exists after Kingdom Hearts 2. Which so it's could, the same... Mm-hmm. Like data simulation as where Roxas like with recoded. No, uh, wait. Ma- I'm talking about Roxas though. Oh, Take- Roxas. Uh, maybe it's similar. Maybe it's the same technology. I don't know, but it okay. seems mostly tied to recoded uh, in the recoded. in the data simulation of the journal. Yeah, because it was a data. Sim- yeah, because it was a data simulation of a book. So it seems like the whole deal with these games is that it's all about books being worlds. Yep, because like, then like yeah, very similar to a fairy tale. It's like a fairy tale. You open the book and you, it's like you enter another world, but except you really do. Because when you when you first download, you know, Unchained Key and you go through the you know opening tutorial, of the grandma it story, opens the book. It opens the book. And originally, when Kingdom Hearts Key was being released, Nomura stated that originally it was supposed to be a non-canon story, almost like a fairy tale. Yep. Nomura. Nomura. That's the answer for everything. Help us all. Yes. So God save us. So that's that's so that's a big So currently I I feel like that is the biggest question revolving around these uh, around these games is like so where do where is this game set? What how does it take place? What's going on here? And like are these events real events? Like where does the simulation sit? Are these characters real people in the simulation? Or, you know, who's real, who's not? It seems like if everything's a simulation, Maleficent's real. Because Maleficent mentions Sora 
in a time that she's not supposed to know Sora. So it seems like she's someone who exists from our world. The, the present time. Our pre- present time. She exists in that book and she's not supposed to be there because she's mentioning Sora. So that sort of tips you off to, okay, what point in time does this happen? Uh, what point in time did she enter into this simulation? Uh, there are other characters in there that we know of from other no games. Spoilers. No spoilers. But there are characters from other games that show up. And they seem like they're from a time that we didn't know them from before. So maybe they are also simulated people, but they're, they're, they didn't enter the book. They were always there. And we're finding out their true origin stories. But some other characters, namely Mickey Donald Goofy, uh, the way they entered, they showed up in a gummy ship. So I don't know how they got there, but it seems... Like their entering of this place is more in line with what Maleficent did, where she sort of just barges into a world she's not supposed to be in. So it's confusing. It, it, Welcome it, to it truly Hearts. is. You know, it's Kingdom Hearts key was, you know, like I said, originally it was supposed to be non canon just for fun, but now yep. Namara just changed his mind and now it's like super important <sighs> and super too important. much information. Yes. How do you guys explain Kingdom Hearts to someone who's never played it? Exactly. Exactly. No, but like, how That's do you guys, like, if someone's like, oh, I've never played Kingdom Hearts, what's that about? What's your answer? I just say, I just it, say, Mickey it's, a Donald col- it's a collaboration between Square and Disney, and it's a fun game, and you should play it. And when people don't know wow. what Square Enix is, I, they, I, as soon as I mention Final Fantasy, they're like, oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm like, just Lately. thinking of it as a collaboration of Final Fantasy and, King, and uh, Disney. <laughs> then, then I look at my watch and I go, "Do you still got more time? Because you know That's I can fine. go for another three, four days." I yeah. actually like drawing things out. Drawing um, thing out is good. That that it's just help. it just becomes like a cluster of messes because you're like we're drawing arrows to everything, and you're like this goes here, that happens there, and then they're building over here, and then now I guess this other area, and my, you're like, "What's happening?" My 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 goal with explaining kingdom hearts to people is it's something i've learned over time this this did not come immediately but is to try not to scare them off so i try to make it as simple as possible and only set up kingdom hearts one (laughs) yep yeah i do that too well i do it i so there's i try to introduce kingdom hearts to a lot of like kids yeah that get that got playstations right like i don't know what game to play I'm like, do you like Disney? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, all right. Look at go. this game. And they're like, what is it about? It's like, you go to Disney Worlds. And you, like, and you protect it from darkness. And they're like, oh, okay. I'm like, okay, good. Just just play that. Don't I just want to shoot question. people in Call of Duty. Bye. And be like, no, you get back here. And you're going <laughs> to play Halo instead. Yeah, there you go. No, I'm kidding. No, my, my nephew's getting the Kingdom Hearts because he, he likes good. Donald and Goofy. So. Oh, fantastic. I know, it, that's how it starts. Yeah, they, they see the Disney characters and then they're like, oh, okay, okay. Because like, that's what my nephew did too. Yeah. Because he started pointing the pictures. He's like, I see Donald and I see Goofy and I see Mickey and he'll point at sword. It's like, who's that? And it's like the best character of, of the entire game. You should know you who go. this is. And he'll be like, I don't know who this is. <laughs> and then I get really mad. So now he's like trained to know who he is. Perfect. Which is great. 
So sure, next, next question I want to get into is what's the deal with the master of masters? This is the next big question. Did so you master skip a masters, question? I did because I'll, I'll get to it later. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll re- rearrange it. So what's the deal with the master of masters? Is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? Why does he disappear? What's the deal with Master Masters? Savvy, what do you think about Master Masters? It's Noctis. <laughs> I, yeah, oh, okay. Deal? It took me a second. I was like, excuse me. <laughs> Same voice. It's Ray Chase. <laughs> I know, I know. I kind of got it now. It took me a little bit. Um, I don't know. Like, <sighs> Okay, was... what's your feeling on him in terms of good guy, bad guy? He already sketches me out. I'm just like you're sketchy. <laughs> like yeah. I don't say that immediately about people, but it's just like that's that's fine. I'm like, because up with it's you, like, and I'm like, why? Back cover does not pull any punches. They make him look like the sketchiest dude ever. Oh yeah, and they're like, oh hey, you're gonna do this, and you're gonna do this, and I'm just like, what are you doing? What is you're, happening? You're gonna do this, okay? So you're gonna you're gonna be the leader. Okay, you, the guy with the most violent, explosive attitude, uh, you're going to be the second in command. You have to be under this guy. Okay, yeah. you, you're going to be a spy on your own group. Okay, you, hey, guess what? There's a traitor in your group. You got to find him, and you got to do it all by yourself. Bye. And hey, you, you got to uh, you gotta go find char- uh, a bunch of people in the town and send them out of here because this place is Go to hell, because there's going to be a big old war, and you can't stop it. Oh, and you, here's a keyblade. Go uh, watch all this crap happen, and uh, I'm going to write down in this book. Bye. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, and like, I'm like, he's just, he just starts a lot of stuff, and I'm just like, oh my god, there's already so much doubt, and there's so much, like, things happening that everyone's yeah. going against each other, just because, like, it's like, don't tell don't tell the other people that I told you to do this. Like, you don't yeah, say anything. Yeah, it's like, he's setting them up for this. He yeah. created the Keyblade War by putting them against each other. So clearly he's yeah. bad. Because, like, because I was watching back cover. I was like, okay. I'm like, oh, my God, this is just going to end poorly already. Like, I already knew. I was like, oh, my God, this is already going to be end. Like, this is going to be stupid. I was yes. so mad. So he's just... He's just he's just a disturber. Yep. Uh and a provocateur. I would say Yeah. He's definitely like I would say a bad guy right now just because how he's shown in the yep. in back cover. And I don't know. Like he, he literally just started the entire thing. Yeah. And I'm just like, you started it's this your entire fault. like you, I don't know. You how are the years. creator of the Keyblade War. It is yeah. you unequivocally because like a lot of people died because of you yep so uh also so he's the one who gave them the book of the books of prophecies so later on so in uh in kingdom hearts key and unchained key as well uh ephemera reveals that hey by the way those books of prophecies those are the things generating the holograms that we travel to to collect Lux. So this guy, Master of Masters, he's giving the foretellers effectively animus books. He's giving them Matrix Simulation Creator books. So 
when this guy just decides at some point, hey, by the way, I might disappear, or maybe I won't, like, doesn't that seem like maybe he's, like, a guy who's not supposed to be in this realm, and he's probably from the outside of the simulation, and maybe he's the architect from the Matrix, that guy that looked like Colonel Sanders in the chair, and he was like, vis-a-vis, purportedly, whatever. Like that guy. He, he's like that guy from the Matrix. So that's what I think. I think he, he he's not a part of the simulation. And my opinion, my personal opinion, what is the deal with the Master of Masters? Uh, so Lu Xu, at some point, uh, I think it was at the end of Kingdom Hearts Key? Not, this was not in back cover. Lu Xu's like, he just shows up at Daybreak Town, like right before the Keyblade War is about to start. And Ava just shows up. It's like, Lu Xu, what the hell are you doing here? You haven't been here forever. And Lu Xu's like, yeah, I know. Uh, so <laughs> uh, just so you know, the Master of Masters doesn't care about you, uh, doesn't care about this world at all. But what he does care about is how you guys react and how you guys guide your keys basically how you guys lead your keyblade wielders. So to me, what that sounds like is, is that maybe this master of masters guy is a scientist and he has a bazillion of these simulations that he pops into and he tells the union leaders to do various things and he just leaves and then he sits back and he watches to see what they do. And this is just a big old creepy science experiment for him. That's, that's why, that's why I kind of figure he's not a good guy or a bad guy. He's just somebody who's neutral. He's kind of like playing God. He's just yes. neutral. But it, wouldn't that make you, but how does that make you like neutral though? If you are, if, if his you consider- role, it's just to see what happens. That's why he doesn't try to stop them. He doesn't try to tell, you know, leak information to other people. Yeah, he I just guess, sits the plan in motion and watches yeah, it. Yeah, I, I guess I guess what you mean is that he's not actively being evil. He's just, yeah. he's creating the environment and then just letting things happen and he's going to watch it and then maybe he'll study it and figure out what's going on later. So literally then, like the bystander effect? Yeah, yeah, like I much. said, it's like it's like, like playing God chaotic, and then I, chaotic neutral, not chaotic evil. Yeah, okay. so he's like I think I mean to me like I, I may be going a little too biblical with this, but it's uh-huh. like you know Master Master's playing God and Lucius is you know disciple like Jesus Christ, yeah. telling him to you know be on his own, you know record everything, you know, and then but this is in like a way more. Uh, neutral sense and in, in that in the Bible Jesus Jesus and God their deal is they're trying to save the world these guys mm-hmm. are not trying to save anybody they're just setting mm-hmm. them up and seeing how things go so that they could it's, or maybe not that way maybe it's more like like you said the matrix the architect yeah exactly you know just just creating keep revisioning the matrix because you know the first one was a failure and then the second one and then Basically, it's a never-ending pattern. Yeah, that, and that, that's only going to get broken because of the and heroes. And who knows how many it. of these simulations the Master of Masters has? Like, mm-hmm. and on top of that, this would explain his personality entirely. For one, he wouldn't be of that era because he he doesn't sound like he's from that era. Like, he doesn't talk the way they talk. Like, he's really casual. 
He's like, he sounds like he's a guy from modern times. Like, he, he doesn't sound like a guy from their era, for one. He's really, like, he's not super interested in anyone. He's not, he doesn't really care about anything. Uh, you know, he's really casual about, like, really serious things. And why wouldn't you be if this is all just a simulation and you've got like a million of them back home. So who cares? Like that's, that's like second nature because you're given all this freedom and you you don't have any, like, you know, there's no recourse. So uh, to me, that seems like what the master of masters is all about. Like he's got this, he's got this world. It's just his little toy and he might have a bunch more at home and he's just seeing what happens. So that's my thing. I think, he exists outside of this world. He's a big old bad guy. What do you guys think? <laughs> I agree. I guess. Okay. I, uh, we'll have to see. I don't yeah. even know any. I don't even know anymore. I, just thinking about it, just, just like uh, I, I like I said, I'm lost. You know. We'll this, also, this... An- another important point: he wears a black hood. Yes. So, so we don't know what he looks like, or don't may, know. he's just he's just an enigmatic figure. That's all. And it is. I will say that the people who wear black hoods, the reason the way they wear those things is because they need to travel through the realm of darkness. So maybe he's evil. <laughs> maybe maybe Lushu's also evil because Lushu also has that. Which, by the way, what's the deal with Lushu? I, well, I don't think there's too much to deal with Lushu, but there there is a little bit of mystery to him. So he seems like he's. You know, just another disciple following what the master's telling him. But he's given a very different role in that he's got to watch all the stuff transpire. Mm-hmm. But it makes you wonder, why is he wearing that hood? Why is he dressed entirely differently from all the others? Like, it's why did he? Well, the reason he didn't get a book of prophecy is because he's supposed to effectively create the book of prophecy by traveling through time with his uh recording events yeah so so that that makes sense i guess like if there was a non-surprising reason for why he's wearing that hood the only thing i can think of is well he's gotta like live through the end of the world and the end of the world will probably also involve the world falling into darkness so if he's gonna survive that he's probably gonna need that hood so that's probably the most practical explanation I have for that. Why he's got that outfit so he can survive. It's kind of like if if somebody knew there was going to be a nuke go off and you gave him a hazmat suit. <laughs> like, hey, you're going to need this. Like, I don't know. Something like that. So so that's that's Master of Masters. That's Lushu. The next thing. It's probably going to be the most divisive thing ever. Or maybe not. Is her name Scald? Or schooled, Sabby. <laughs> I schooled sounds normal to me. I don't know. Schooled sounds like yo. I just schooled you. Yeah. Like what? Churro. Oh, is it schooled or is it schooled? Schooled. Okay. Brandon. Yes. Is it schooled or is it schooled? Schooled. You say neither. Oh, but just... yeah, it probably is neither. It's schooledo. But I don't know how they're going to pronounce it. It's one of those things like Titus Titus. Tina Terra. Tina Terra. Bart's which Bart's. which makes me think it could be schooled, but it should be schooled. It should be schooled. Just like. It should be, but we'll. It, it we'll should, it should be different. Titus, 
It should be Titus, but it is Titus. Yeah. I don't know. That's a tough one. We'll have to we'll have <laughs> we'll have to see for, for we'll later. Reconvene later. This is the same. <laughs> this is the same localization staff that screwed up the the translations of the names of the of the of the Wachamaduzits the the real names of the organization thirteen members. The real names of the organization thirteen members in the Jiminy's Journal in Kingdom Hearts two. They screwed the names up, the spellings, because yep. they didn't know the whole deal about the anagram and the X, and like they just sort of like translated it as they thought it should be translated. They didn't translate it like, oh, this is like a reference, because they didn't know. This is also it's the like, same. Uh... This is also the same localization team that renamed S- Sydney into Cindy. When her name was originally supposed to be a reference to the fact that she's related to Sid. She's supposed to be like a female Sid. She's Sidney. That was, that was supposed to be a thing in Final Fantasy Fifteen, And uh, I, 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 I kid you not, I did ask a Square Enix staffer, not naming any names, but I asked Square Enix staffer, what's, what's the deal with Cindy versus Sidney? Like, Sidney's obviously like a really standard name like mm-hmm. as for girls too like there are plenty of i, I would say i know more uh, female sydneys than male sydneys i don't i can't even think of a male sydney but like sydney perfectly fine female name and then i like asked like is it because one of the theories was oh well sydney if you spell it with a c that's like a uh, that's a slang term for some drug I like that's what some people f- found out, and then maybe that was the reason. I asked him; he's like, "Nope, wasn't that at all." Uh, and he basically said, "I think the guy translating it just didn't get the reference, so he changed the name." What? Yep. Uh, yep. Ruin things all the time. Yep. Oh my god. There you go. There you go. So I got that from a Square Enix staffer at E3, uh, 2016. Not saying who, but you know. I know who. <laughs> Maybe you were I there. Know. I don't even remember. Well, I, I well, I probably wasn't there, but I know who you're probably talking about. Okay, there you go. So I don't know. So it's okay. <laughs> okay, it's fine. The mystery but, still lives yes. on. So, so that's 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 the situation on that. So, given that, it'll probably be schooled, but I think it should be schooled. <laughs> it should be schooled. All right, so. Moving on to our final bit of discussion on the topic of Kingdom Hearts Key. Uh, this is going to get a little bit more meta. We're not going to be talking about Kingdom Hearts Key di- directly, but we will be talking about it in a general sense, about how, going further, we should discuss this game slash series of things. So uh, we've said that starting this episode... All season one spoilers are fair game. That includes back cover. That includes King Hearts key. That includes Unchained key. That includes things that haven't been shown in America just yet. They're about to be shown, so it's not a big deal. Uh, the next question is, what do you, Churro and Sabby, think about talking about season two spoilers as they are revealed? Uh, now this is just to, to, to preface this is going to be our discussion we're going to have this in public first and then we will leave it out for you guys I want you guys to tweet at KH Union 
Let us know what do you think about us talking about season two spoilers as they release. And we will have our discussion now publicly about what we feel. And you guys can be the judge about what you want. Because at the end of the day, we're making the podcast for you guys. But we want to make sure that we get out our piece. Don't worry. We are not talking about any season two spoilers in this discussion. We are just talking about whether we should or we shouldn't. Okay. So, Churro. Yes. What do you think about people talking about season two spoilers now as they are revealed? What are your feelings on that? Honestly, after reading so much about like what people want from this game, I think it's fine because considering how long you have to play to get to that point, Mm -hmm. it becomes a chore to play this game for that long. So I, to me, my opinion, I think it's fine talking about it because of course, Japan's ahead. So, and the North American, you know, the global versions are so behind right now that it's probably going to take a long time for it to even catch up. So I think it's fine just talking about it as it goes along because we are so thirsty for Kingdom Hearts, anything related to Kingdom Hearts 3 news, whether it's going to help us understand Kingdom Hearts 3 more, but I think that it's just fine the way it is, you know, when it comes out, because it's going to be the hot topic of discussion for a while. Sabby, how do you feel about Season 2 spoilers and how they're being discussed these days? Um, I can't avoid them, so. Yeah. <laughs> so if people want to know about them, Sure, if you don't want to know about them. Too bad, because everybody's luck. talking about it anyway. <laughs> um, like, I I, not, I didn't actively not want to be spoiled, but, like, the fact that, like, my Twitter is, a hun- like, majority, like, 95% of it mm-hmm. is Kingdom Hearts related or gaming related, and the other 5% is of, like, pandas and, like, cats and stuff like that. Um, can't really avoid them. Yep. So. I'm with you. I, 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 like, yeah. Except, personally, I... I didn't want to be spoiled, but it's like if you follow anybody in the Kingdom Hearts universe, you're gonna get Everyone it. Everyone just goes crazy for it. Everybody and talks I don't blame about it. Them. Everyone like wants to throw information out there, you know, like get Kingdom Hearts like trending in a sense and like get people talking. But like there's there's a point in time for me where I'm just like I'm like reading it and I'm like, I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> Yeah. I'm like I was like freaking out over something. I'm just like I don't understand what's happening. I'm just gonna figure that out later. But because yeah. of our podcast and we do our like we're about like every other week, yep. that gives us time to like actually first read about it, mm-hmm. and then to look into it a little bit more and kind of understand it and give it more of like a critical think critical thinking analysis based on it instead of us mm-hmm. just like reacting to yeah. it as everyone else's, which I think is better because then. Yes. We can kind of, you know, take parts and pieces from the series itself, and then yep. we can kind of talk about it to see, hopefully, we can kind of understand the storyline before Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out. So, if you guys want to, that would be better, because then you get more of a understanding of the story, instead of everyone freaking out, like, oh my god, this happened, and this happened, and you're just like, I don't know what's happening, so you're like, yeah. okay, crew. So. so, I have a lot of feelings on it, too. I think, uh, I, I definitely agree with both both you and Churro, like, for one, it's like it's so hard to avoid these spoilers. Like there's so, it's hard. It's so accessible. It's so like 
Uh, like it's beyond accessible. It's like forced down your throat if you follow mm-hmm. anyone related to Kingdom Hearts. Like you just you just get it immediately. Yeah. So th- there's that aspect of it. There's the other aspect of it of the access. So there's the accessibility of the spoilers versus the accessibility of doing it legit. And that's what like personally kind of pisses me off is like how difficult it is to get through that store to get through kingdom hearts key not not in the sense that it's difficult it's just that how much time the time investment in it yeah for what you get out of it you know you're talking like pouring in 10 hours for a one minute cutscene. like forget that that's so stupid like in total if you were to watch every important cutscene from this series that has been going on for like two years now uh or no three years now if you were to watch all the cutscenes that are important, you're looking at three hours. Or not even, like two hours. So in three years, two hours. That sucks. And if that you have to like pour suck. in like 200 hours to get two hours of content, 100 to, to one hour, that is not a good ratio. That's less than 1%. Yes, it's bad. It's real bad. It's less than 1%. It's less than 1%. So... Like, if that's the effort that you got to put in to get, like, a little bit of story, in my opinion, not worth it. So, because of that, it's my opinion that... Or, so, this is outside of our, you know, whether or not we talk about spoilers. I think the average Kingdom Hearts fan, just the way this is being put out, Kingdom Hearts Key, Kingdom Hearts Unchained Key, Kingdom Hearts Union Cross, that is not the way to experience that story. It does not respect your time. If you want to like live a normal life and like play other games and like go to work, have fun. Like you don't have the luxury of time to play Kingdom Hearts Key to get the story. And on top of that, us, you know, generally dealing with a uh, English speaking market, uh, the English version of this game is super behind for one. Yep. It's also uh kind of shafted when it comes in terms of gameplay so uh the currency that uh is in this game uh jewels uh they're given to you on a daily basing basis for logging in uh you get a lot more in in the jap japanese version so they they've got a incentive there uh in the western version you get a lot less they've got uh, for a long time, they had these medals that you couldn't get that would like greatly improve your deck and m- make you, you know, basically go through the game a lot faster. So, effectively, on a gameplay side, on a story side, on basically every front, the Japanese version is uh, incentivized. And on top of that, they're ahead in the story and they're way ahead. So it's like, even if you played everything by the book. You'd be behind, you'd have to spend more time, and you'll get, like, and the story you get is, like, a few months late. So it's like, why put in the effort? So in my opinion, if you're a Kingdom Hearts fan, the way to experience this story is to read translations or to watch the translated cutscenes on YouTube and not via via playing the playing the actual game because that does not respect your time. And on top of that, the version that you would get is an even lesser version of the Japanese version, which also sucks in that regard. So so spoilers aside, that's the way I think is a, the recommended way of experience this experiencing this story. Now, I calculate getting, the percentage. 
Yeah. So getting getting to the spoiler discussion, us being a King of Hearts podcast and trying to be relevant, it kind of feels to me, I, I talked to her about this a bit before, but it kind of feels to me like it's kind of like we're a Naruto podcast, but mm-hmm. we're only following the English dub of the anime. Like, that's what it feels like to me. Like, could you imagine, like, being a Dragon Ball Super, like, podcast and having to only wait until the dub of Dragon Ball Super to start talking about Dragon Ball Super? Like, that that's that, that would be ridiculous. Like, so to me, it just feels like if we want to stay relevant, the, way, the place that most of the Kingdom Hearts fan base is, is at where the Japanese story is because these things are getting translated super quick. They're being uploaded. The, the text is overlaid at like, like it almost looks they're, like they're, they're it, quick. It, like they're really it's, quick yeah. and it looks, it looks like it's professionally done. Like it looks like that's how it's supposed to look. So it's not like you're getting really much of a lesser experience. The translations, you know, they're, they're good. They're not the professional quality translation. Some of the sentences are a little bit too literally translated, but you know they're translated for understanding mostly uh, uh, over you know entertainment value. So is it like the peak experience of this? Maybe not, but like it's not that big of a difference. You know, it's the same thing as if you you know back in the day were reading Naruto, like the the Naruto manga, and you were reading fan translations or Bleach or any any any. If you ever read. A fan's translation of a manga, like it's I, like I love doing that. Me too. It's like that. <laughs> Me too, because <laughs> you can stay up to date. So it, it's a lot like that. So in my opinion, to me, it seems like the way to go if you're a Kingdom Hearts fan is to keep up with the series as it's going out, as it's coming out in Japan. Hook up to the drip feed because if you don't, someone else will force the information down your throat. So at least if you are keeping up with it, you can do it at your own pace and you're not forced information that you didn't, you weren't looking for. You can get the information at your pace and on your terms. So that's just the unfortunate situation of where we're at in the, you know, current uh, Kingdom Hearts landscape. So it's in my opinion that I I personally would like to talk about Kingdom Hearts Key uh, unabashedly, talk about absolutely everything. Spoilers equals news. It's sad. Like, I don't want... I, that, to me, is, like, the worst thing ever, but it's, like, what choice do we have? Yeah. With, think, with the way that the series is right now. I, I think what a good thing that we can do is that because we're opening the floor to everybody to kind of yes. give us the opinion on it. like So please tell us. Yeah, you can tell us. You can also tell us, like, if you want to, if you want it to kind of be, like, delayed as well, mm-hmm. in a sense. So, like, when the new stuff comes out, if you want us to wait, like, two episodes before talking about it, that's fine, too. Yes. Um, or we can... Yeah. Uh, another option is we can have a segment dedic- that we can dedicate to that and we can make it the final segment. So typically our last segment will be like question segments. We can make the last segment Kingdom Hearts key news segment. And so everything prior to that is safe. You know, nothing nothing before uh, season one uh, or, or no- nothing after season one. And then during that 
Union Cross segment, it'll be everything that's 100% up to date. And yeah. you have the full option to leave at any time before that. So tweet us if your explanation to us is more than 140 characters, then email us. Yeah, hopefully, hof- hopefully you get your 280 on Twitter. Yeah, if 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 you if you don't have that much, if you want to write a lot of stuff and talk to us about it, then email K- us. Khuquestions at, g- at gmail.com. You can send yeah. it there. There you too. go. So, so if you have, a, have a, a bigger opinion about that, so yes, let us know. Uh, we will not be moving on this until we have a, a good idea. Maybe we'll make a straw poll. I don't know. Yeah, maybe we'll see. So yeah, that's 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 where we're at. I mean, this is also in response to the fact that hey, did you notice we didn't have a news segment for the past three episodes? Yeah, <laughs> that's because everything new and noteworthy that's happening with Kingdom Hearts is happening on the phone or game. Yeah, it's happening there. It's not happening about Kingdom Hearts three because Kingdom Hearts three, uh, it's deep in development, and my current feeling is that Kingdom Hearts. Uh, like Kingdom Hearts 3 probably doesn't look too great right now and that's why they're not showing it for the most part uh, it's kind of like remember when uh, it was like with Final Fantasy 15 at Gamescom like 2015 they announced yes it's coming out in 2016 and then they went silent until March of the next year for Uncovered that's yep. where we're at that is where we're at with Kingdom Hearts 3 stuff. They announced the release year, and that's it. And well, we're, I mean, I mean, we know we're getting the release date on the the Japanese KH event for D23 in February. Yeah, most so. likely. Most but likely. But the, the only question that remains is: is it worldwide or is it Japanese only release? Yeah, we will we will have to see. Thankfully, most of the times when they've released trailers, uh, they've released these the worldwide the English ones, or just yeah. worldwide as well, right? Yeah, and and. Uh, when it comes to the uh, Kingdom Hearts three, uh, like a- announcement of the of the date, uh, that happened at the uh, you know American D twenty three, and it was you know it stated that it was going to be twenty eighteen worldwide. So because it's twenty eighteen worldwide, or at least as far as what they've stated, that means that it's totally fair game to let us know what the date is, regardless of whether it's different or not. I hope it's not different. But I could see it being like a couple of weeks off, which would make me so mad. I hope they don't. I hope they keep it the same date. I know it might take longer for the English version, but if that's the case, delay the Japanese version. Delay that so it releases at the same time as KH3. uh, So here's another question for you. Yes. Um, Since the the American D23 was live streamed, would the Japanese one be live streamed or would it be Uh, like like it was the previous two years and just closed down to whoever just attending i think it might be well it may not be live stream but the trailer might go up like after yeah i think the trailer might go up after and the reason why is because the last time that trailer didn't really show much and it was kind of like I, I'm guessing what they felt it was like too early and it didn't really show anything. It was kind of just a special treat for the people there. So they didn't probably see a reason to like show it off. But for this next trailer, I have a feeling it will be pretty substantial because we're talking about a gap of, you know, from July until February of the next year. And it's the first trailer of the release year. 
So I kind of feel like it's going to be on the level of what we got at Uncovered Final Fantasy 15, the Uncovered trailer, where it was like a really big thing and like it showcased everything. Like I have a feeling like if you want to avoid Kingdom Hearts 3 spoilers, now's your chance to leave. (laughs) Now's your chance to unfollow everybody. Because uh, that starting that February trailer, in my opinion, that's their kickoff for their uh, marketing cycle. Just like how Uncovered was. Starting with Uncovered, it was like very next month. Hey, Game Informer went to the office and played like three hours of the game. Here's a bunch of things about it. And like the next month, oh, IGN did the same thing. Here's a thing. Uh, uh, here's E3. Oh man, Titan looks terrible. What what are you doing? Oh great, yeah. And then hey, there's demos at all these events. Oh hey, we delayed it. Oh, and then all all the other stuff. So all that stuff got kicked off at Uncovered. To me, my opinioness is that from uh, that D23, that's going to be our Uncovered. Mark your calendars buddy <laughs> yep i think everybody has yeah so there you go so yeah moving on to our question segment we have a question from nico gonzalez nico asks uh there is a line that lee says in kingdom hearts dream drop distance that doesn't sit well with me as lee and ansem's apprentices are searching the room lee says while looking at the diagram for the door to darkness why do I always get stuck with the icky jobs? Shortly after, he approaches Yen Sid to train him how to use the Keyblade. I believe that Lee's goal for using the Keyblade is to have the ability to release Sora's heart to revive Roxas. It was never out of character for Lee to betray his team for his own personal game. Uh, for his own personal gain. Uh, what are your thoughts on this theory? I actually, I actually like this theory because, like, mm-hmm. Axel and you know when he first introduced in Chain of Memories, yep. he was actually a double agent. Yep. You know, so basically, I wouldn't put him past him to have his own, you know, his own goal, which is, you yep. know, he he misses Roxas obviously. So yep. basically, I think Lee would do whatever it takes to get him back, even if it can means to betray Sora at one point, you know, just yeah. to release him. I so think I actually like this a lot. Yeah, I, I definitely, yeah, I, I like it too. I'll, I'll say to be a little bit more standoffish, uh, whether or not this is specifically what he's planning, I feel like Roxas is Axel's number one priority over everything, yeah. over yeah, the like fate he, of the world. So regardless well, of mean, what he does, if it's to the benefit of Roxas and his revival, he will do it. I mean, I mean, he obviously said it in Dream Job Distance when he saved Sora from his having his heart taken over by Xehanort by saying, yeah. you know, promises to keep. I always be there to get my friends back. Yeah. So it, there, it automatically shows that he's there to save Sora because of Roxas. Yep. So so, so it just shows that his main goal is Roxas no matter what. Yeah, I think what might end up happening is that maybe Lee will try to. Uh, you know, betray Sora at some point to get Roxas back, but then Sora will be like, "Well, I, whoa, 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 whoa! I want Roxas too. Chill." I, I mean, I mean, you even see in Kingdom Hearts two when, you know, he was willing to be, you know, to go against the organization, even at mm-hmm. the thought of being turned into a dusk, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. to you know, 
bring back, you know, because he wanted to bring back, he didn't want it to kill Sora, yeah. you know, in, in, and then even the beginning during uh, Roxas' story in the beginning of Kingdom Hearts 2, you know, he he keeps pleading him for him to come back and to remember him. Yep. So it's like, you can easily tell that he, that's his number one priority over anything. Like, it doesn't matter, like, what happens. It's just, he wants Roxas back. So, yep. so that we'll have to really see cool. how that goes. Lee's also got his whole deal with uh, Isa to deal with, so... I have a feeling he's gonna have a pretty big role in. Candy which it goes 3. back to that question that I that Sayak actually told him. You know, which which is more important, real friendship or a make believe one? Yeah. And obviously he's conflicted because he he wants to save Roxas, but at the same time his friend, when from they were younger, is you know possess you know is on Team Zaynort. So you know he's I think he wants to save Roxas to save Isa. So at some point, I think he's gonna get his way. This is he's like another. Back. This is another Sora Riku Kyrie, except Roxas is Kyrie. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> oh man! So yep, yeah, uh, I'm I'm with you there. All right. So for this next question, Churro, can you take this one? Right, this is from Biggs, which I like the name by the way. And they ask, "What Kingdom Hearts title does Square release in 2019?" I better be more bucks. <laughs> <laughs> i don't books. know i like i like movies i kind of just like things being kind of rounded up in mm-hmm. not different platforms yeah i'm like either give me something in video format or give me something in a book or i don't know like a cage okay, title, let's, like, let's yeah. say hypothetically it's a game what do you want it to be um I don't know. Depending on how Cage Three ends, <laughs> <laughs> depending on Cage Three ends, then uh, okay. I'll be saying some words. But other I mean, than honestly, that, I, don't know. honestly, I don't think they're gonna release anything in 2019 because Kingdom Hearts Three is gonna probably take at least a year or two for everything to settle in and everybody. Mm-hmm. I think I think 2020 is when we're gonna start seeing something from Square Enix again when it comes to Kingdom Hearts. I think Hearts. I think I know what it'll be. Okay, go for it, Brendan. DLC for KH3. That's what I think. Because I don't, yeah, I'm a, I'll agree with you, Churro. I don't think they have the, maybe the bandwidth to release another game right away. Like, they'll definitely That's need more time for that. But for one year to add DLC, maybe it'll be the quote unquote Kingdom Hearts 3 Final Mix DLC. Like, they'll be, maybe they'll add a bunch of stuff to it, but I think it'll just be that. It'll just be DLC. So maybe it'll be like really substantial DLC. But it's not gonna be like a full game, so that's 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 what I personally think. That being said, being spurred by a game series that I just recently played, I'm wanting something very specific, very soon, please. I want Kingdom Hearts dancing game, a Kingdom Hearts one remake. Ah. That is based on the tech from KH3. And I wouldn't normally say that because that sounds like a crazy people thing to do. But I just started playing a crazy people kind of game series. And they do this sort of thing on the regular. And that crazy people game series. I talked about a little bit last episode. But it is Yakuza. Or Yuga Gotoku. You're asking for a lot. (laughs) I was like, Okay. Well, let let me just tell you... What your old cousin Sega's doing? You know, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the uh, 
the Asian aunt or, or no, I'm going to be the Asian mom who's always talking about what they're what they're what your cousin's doing and making you feel shame. So your cousin Sega, they're making Yakuza games like yearly for one and they're doing remakes of games from 2005 they did one just just this year and they're doing another remake of a game from 2006 and it's coming out this year in japan what are you doing remakes for ps2 games are already happening they're already happening after games that you should be remaking and they're doing it really 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 quickly like it, it's pretty, it's it's really insane how fast they put these games out. Like, so with Yakuza Kiwami, that's the remake of Yakuza One. They basically just took the engine and all the assets from Yakuza Zero and remade the game. And for cutscenes, this is this is genius. I love this. So for cutscenes, the cutscenes in the first game they were all pre-rendered CG. And they all use motion capture. So what they did was they used the models from the game, the PS, the PS3 level slash PS4 level models from the game. They already had all those assets, and but they used the same animation data, the exact same animation data. So they're animating using the original animations, using the new models, and they just go in there and they just polish it up a little bit. They fix the face and the facial animation is the stuff they have to reanimate completely. But, like, that's pretty much it. The body animation is almost identical. It is amazing. And what I want all y'all to do before before you uh, go to sleep for tonight, I want y'all to Google Yakuza 2. I want you to see what Yakuza 2 looks like. Like, the real... P- so, Yakuza 2 PS2. I want you to Google that. Then, your second Google is going to be Yakuza Kiwami 2... TGS 2017 trailer. I want you to watch that after. I want your mind to explode by how amazing that looks. And I want you to know that Yakuza 2 came out in 2006 and that Yakuza 2 Kiwami will be coming out in Japan December of 2017. This can be done. Also, Yakuza Kiwami 2 is coming one year after a Yakuza 6 which used the same engine and the same assets that's why they're doing it so fast it took one year to make that so I'm just saying I just want to be Asian mom for a second I want uh, the Kingdom Hearts team to feel ashamed that their cousin Sega is doing this so quickly they should do it quickly too so that's that's my soapbox moment for why we need a Kingdom Hearts 1 Kiwami. <laughs> wow. Basically. Okay. Also. Well, I, well, I want a Kingdom Hearts dancing game. Just like Persona. Okay. Well, maybe. As long as it's, can- <laughs> as long as it's canon and adds way too much lore, I'm fine. Uh, we, need, we need more lore, Churro. Dancing No, we lore. don't. We need, we need more dancing. <laughs> we need both. We need, we, need, we need some good times in Kingdom Hearts. It's all sad. So yes, uh, let's let's get Kingdom Hearts one remake. Also, uh, everyone play Yakuza, and when you start playing Yakuza, start with Yakuza Zero. Do not start with Yakuza Kiwami. Start with Zero. Okay, that's the that's the real Yakuza one. Okay.
That's all. Okay, Dad. Thanks. <laughs> Our music for this episode comes from Kyle Landry. Welcome back Yay. to the show. It's, it's a really old cover he did of Traverse Town, but it's really good. Also, look at Kyle Landry's Twitter soon. You'll see a painting from me. Yay. Yay. It's about La La Land, that that musical that has Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling. Emma Stone never... is a great actress. I Ryan Gosling is not. <laughs> I never really? saw the movie. He is not good. He's not good in that movie at all. I do not believe his character for a second. But Emma Stone is amazing. His singing is okay. His acting is garbage. It's so bad. Come say that to my face. <laughs> he's dream. He's dreamy. I'll give you that. He's a dreamy guy. I know why they cast him. I know why they put his name above Emma Stone's in the title. But he's not a good actor. You don't mess with my Canadian. Come on. <laughs> oh, he's Canadian. I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, he is. Oh, he's. Oh man. Oh, you you Canadians and your dreamy guys. You got your Ryan Gosling and your your Justin Ryan Bieber. Reynolds. Oh, Ryan. Justin Bieber. Ryan Reynolds Nickelback. too. Ryan Reynolds is also Canadian. Oh my god, so many Canadians. And you got your Nickelbacks. Nickelbacks. Oh man. Celine Dion's. You know, I hear that Toronto is basically just Hollywood too. Like that's it, like pretty much trying is, to. They're they're trying place, at this least. place is expensive to live in, man. Yeah. Oh well. So anyway, uh, enjoy that, and uh, yeah, our next Kingdom Hearts union is scheduled for the 24th of October. You can subscribe to Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union on the iTunes Store. Just search for Kingdom Hearts, and we are number one. And of course, Yay. you can catch every episode at KingdomHeartsUnion.com or Kingdom Hearts Ultimania's Twitter, which is at KHUltimania. And remember to support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash FFKHUnion. Please send us your questions to KHUQuestions at gmail.com. All right, guys. Please. It's that time. Already? Yep. That's goodbye time. Bye, guys. Bye, Bye, guys. guys. Thanks for chilling with us again. I hope you enjoyed all the discussion of Kingdom Hearts Key. Don't Don't forget, please. Tweet us at KH Union. What do you think about Kingdom Hearts uh, Kingdom Hearts Key Season 2 spoilers? What do you think? Are you okay with them? If so, how should we cover them? Should we uh, just say blanket statement? Spoilers are fair game for everything, everything. Or should we have a section at the end of the episode where it's okay to talk about? I know for a lot of podcasts I listen to, they'll be like gaming podcasts, but they also like other media so, like, for example, if they want to do, like, a Game of Thrones spoiler cast, it'll happen at the end of the podcast after the show is over. It'll be, like, maybe an hour long. And they'll just say, like, hey, fair warning, we're going to talk about Game of Thrones spoilers starting now. And then they do that. Like, is, is something like that something we should do? Or let us know. So, so it's up up to you, the fans. So, all right, guys, say goodbyes. Bye, Bye guys. And I'm Brandon saying goodbye. This has been a KingdomHeartsUnion.com production.